Welcome to the Put a Smile on Your Future podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And we're on a mission to find out why studying dentistry, dental hygiene and therapy and becoming a healthcare professional is an amazing and worthwhile career choice. In this episode, Dr Jenny Galloway and Olivia Barrett will be chatting about recruitment and admissions to dentistry in Wales and how prospective applicants can put a smile on their future. Hi, my name's Olivia. I'm a clinical leadership fellow and I work for Health Education and Improvement Wales, which is formerly the Wales Deanery. Um, I'm a qualified dentist. Um, I've worked in Cardiff for a couple of years now. Um, and pleased to be here. Jenny. Um, hi, I'm Jenny. I am a senior lecturer and honorary orthodontic consultant in the Dental Hospital in Cardiff. And I'm also the director of recruitment and missions in Cardiff as well. Again, very excited to be here. Um, Olivia, I'm quite interested to know what inspired you to get into dentistry? Um, lots of things. So I came to dentistry a little bit later on uh, than the average kind of applicant to dental school. So I actually did a degree before my dental degree. Um, I did a degree in theology at the University of Durham. So it was completely not at all related to dentistry. Um, and then I... Yeah, I, I, I did quite a bit of work experience in a dental practice. I worked in a dental practice on a Saturday morning on reception and I just came to realise that I thought dentistry would be a good option for me for a career. Um, I really like that it can be very varied. Um, you work with people um, most of the time and I was always very kind of practical. Um, growing up as a child, I loved arts and craft and things like that and I thought it would be a good career option for me. Um, what about you, Jenny? What inspired you to go into dentistry? Um, so d- not completely dissimilar to yourself, Olivia. I actually didn't choose dentistry straight away at school. Um, and I did maths for a year at university first um, with the plan really to hopefully go into finance. Um, and a little bit of a cheesy story, but I used to walk past a bank every day on the way to university. And I thought... I don't really know if I want to work at a desk in front of a computer for the rest of my life. So my brother at the time was choosing his subjects at school um, in Scotland. That would be for your hires. And I'd said to him, well, just make sure you choose subjects that you know that you'll be able to do something that you can work with people. And then I thought to myself, well, I don't really know why I'm not doing that, too. So I applied for dentistry and then the rest is history. And I think for me, it was a very good decision. Um, I guess, Olivia, then my next question for you would be, could you tell me a little bit about your role? Because as we know, there's lots of different avenues that you can go into dentistry over and above just the the dentist in practice. And your role sounds really interesting. So I wonder um, if you could tell us a little bit about that and, and what led you to that job. Yeah, my role is really interesting. It's definitely not your kind of run of the mill um, job that you would expect a dentist to do. Um, so I work primarily in a non-clinical role. Um, so really this opportunity came up from um, working at Cardiff Dental Hospital. So I um, I graduated from um, a university in England and then I came to work in Cardiff because the opportunity came up and it was a great job. Um, so I work in so in dentistry this you can kind of when you graduate you can work in primary care which is in practice which will be the kind of normal uh, 
the the dentist that the general public will probably most commonly associate with so going for your checkups at the general dentist but then there's also the option to, to work in secondary care so that would be in a hospital setting um, and I kind of went down that route after I graduated and came to Cardiff to work in the dental hospital I worked in lots of different departments lots of different specialties gained a lot of experience and then this job came up um, after a few years um, so this is I work really my role is 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 more a research role so I look at recruitment and retention problems for dentists in Wales primarily in primary care um so I do a lot of research a lot of kind of engaging with lots of different um people at Cardiff University and Welsh government and things like that um, and I also can work clinically as well um so I think my role is a really good example of the variety that can come from having a career in dentistry um and I really enjoy it. Um, and Jenny, uh, what about you? What about your current role? What led you to, to your current role? Um, yes. Yeah, so again, I don't work as a dentist on the high street, which I think most people um, associate dentistry and hygiene and therapy um, with. I work in a dental hospital um, and I have kind of three main hats, I guess, that I wear or three main bits to my job. Um, So the first is as a senior lecturer, and that involves teaching both um, students in dentistry as my primary role, but also um, hygiene and therapy um, are taught here in Cardiff too. Um, And I also um, teach our postgraduate students in the specialty orthodontics. So that's um, where you put braces on people's teeth to straighten their teeth. Um, And as part of that job, I'm also quite heavily involved in research. And I think that's um, again just highlights that there's lots and lots of different ways that you can use your career in dentistry. Um, and research is something that's really close to my heart, um, and I enjoy a lot. Is is trying to further the orthodontic specialty and and bring it forwards um, as technologies improve. Um, and that leads me then on to my second big role, really, is as a consultant in orthodontics. Um, so I treat my own NHS patients, straightening their teeth and and going down that road. Um, and as a consultant, you you can treat more complex patients as well. So patients that maybe require surgery as well as their braces or um, children and adults that have cleft palates and cleft lips as well. So my clinical work is very varied. And then my third role then is is Director of Recruitment and Admissions in Cardiff Dental School. Um, And that involves me overseeing the application process and the interview process um, as well. So I've got a a lot of different roles that I play. um, And I think that's one of the big things I enjoy about, about my job is that it's very varied and I get to do lots of different things, which is something that suits my personality. Um, In terms of how I got here, um, again, I graduated from dental school and throughout my career really at dental school, I gained quite a lot of research experience. And that's something that I would encourage other people to do is is take really the most of your opportunities when you're at dental school um, so that you get a really good idea of what you want to do going forwards. Um, I completed a year in general dental practice as the year that we call our vocational training which I really enjoyed treating um, both adults and children um, as part of a high street dentist and then did my core training then in different um, avenues in Scotland. So in dental hospitals and community dentistry, um, as well as in maxillofacial surgery as well in, in a main hospital. 
I started my orthodontic training in Wales in 2016 um, and I've not looked back. Um, Olivia, is it possible to have a good work-life balance in dentistry? Uh, Yeah, I think it is. I think it it can be a very good job to maintain that work-life balance. I think um, particularly in the roles that we're in, so kind of more non-clinical aspects to our jobs, I actually think that can be more difficult to maintain that work-life balance if it is you know, if, if you're undertaking work and tasks that you can do at home as well, it can be quite difficult to have that that balance. Whereas if you work in kind of a purely clinical role, like in general dental practice, I, it, it is, you know, it's hard work, but, and you see a lot of patients, but, you know, particularly as a dental practice associate, when the last patient leaves, that's kind of, most of the work is done. So, you know, you're able to kind of go home and enjoy your evenings and, and maintain that work-life balance it's harder, I think, in, the, in particularly in my role at the moment. Um, I don't know if you feel the same, Jenny, but um, it's just something you have to be aware of. I think it's like that in any role. But but in general, I would say it is very it's possible to have that that um, separation between work and, and general life for sure. Yeah, I would say um, in dentistry, I think we're quite spoiled and that you've got lots of variety. And I would suggest you're right, depending on what setting you're in and, and what you decide to do, you've got quite a lot of control over what you want to do. Um, and I would suggest, you know, our, our medical colleagues, for example, perhaps don't have that opportunity if they've got to work on call and be available at all, all hours, really, sometimes. Um, I think that's one of the big draws of dentistry is that we don't necessarily have that pressure if you don't want it mm-hmm. um, so I think that's one of the big things for me for dentistry is that variety and the control that we have um, and the ability to work in different settings um, you can work part-time full-time you can work in different environments um, and mix and match really as well so I, I think that's that's a big thing and certainly you know I would suggest just like school work can be stressful too um, and it has its moments so it's important that you've got um, hobbies outside of dentistry and outside of school that that give you that downtime and I would suggest that dentistry gives you that opportunity which I think is hugely important so that you enjoy both your work but more importantly your life as well outside of it too. Yeah I agree um, I definitely think dentistry there is an element of control you can control what you do in your working week you can decide whether you work full-time or three days a week in practice you know there's lots of different things you can do. Um, Olivia There are currently plenty of job opportunities available to dental practitioners in Wales. Um, Are there any fields or areas where dentists or dental therapists or hygienists are in real demand? Yeah, um, good question. That's really, um, so so basically that's my my role at the moment, looking at recruitment problems in Wales. And I think, yes, we do have some recruitment issues in terms of um, workforce um, going forward. I'd say the main areas really that we we need to look at is um so in in powys in particular in the more rural areas there's um definitely um a recruitment issue in terms of dental nurses and general dental practitioners um and that's something that heiw were really keen to work on to improve um as well as that in terms of different specialties um the main specialty which from, from what we can see from our workforce planning is um, special care dentistry seems to have a lot of um, problems at the moment in that we um, would like more uh, special care dentists. Um, they kind of have a, 
more of an older workforce. So um, it's important that we kind of create more training places to bring new dentists in into the area to address the patient need. Um, and as well as that, those kind of general um, dental practitioners as well. I think we 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 need to address that as well. Um, so as a dentist, if you would choose to be a dentist or a dental therapist or a hygienist or a dental nurse, there are so many opportunities in Wales. It's a great industry to be in. Um, it's, you know, it, 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 it pays very well and it's a, a great job in terms of interacting with people. Um, you know, it's not, you don't uh, kind of sit at home all day. You treat a lot of patients in general dental practice. And I think Wales would be a great place to come and work as a dentist. I would 100% agree with that. I, I clearly didn't grow up in Wales and I absolutely love it. So I think Wales is an amazing place to work as a dentist. Um, I wonder, you'd mentioned this special care dentistry, Olivia. Um, and I know that that's something that, that I think is an incredibly rewarding job. And I wonder if it would be worthwhile just kind of exploring a little bit more what that is. Um, so there are 13 dental specialties um, in dentistry. So if you become a dentist, as I said, you can either go down the kind of general practice route, which is a great career, or you can go down the, the secondary care route. So that's possibly working within a hospital or a community clinic. And in that career pathway, there would be 13 dental specialties that you could potentially specialise in. So Jenny is um, a consultant orthodontist. So that's the specialty that um, the route that she went down. But there's another specialty called special care dentistry. And that is for, um, so it's a relatively new specialty and it basically um, is for addressing um, kind of the more elderly population, um, uh, people with special needs who require, um, they may be in a wheelchair and they may not be able to access general dentistry in terms of a general practice. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a really broad and wide ranging specialty um, it also will address um, patients that have um, kind of severe dental phobias and things like that. And they might need sedation to have dental treatment. So it's a really broad specialty. It encompasses a lot of different things. Um, I think it can be a very rewarding career. Um, and I think it would be an excellent choice for kind of a new, young, aspiring dentist for sure. So, Jenny, apart from good grades, uh, in your opinion, what do you think makes a good dental or dental hygiene and therapy student? Well, I think, Olivia, you touched on it a little bit when you were talking about special care dentistry. Um, and something that I always think maybe dentists don't even realise how difficult dentistry is and doing hygiene and, and, and therapy and fillings on patients is tricky because you're essentially doing very, very intricate surgery on patients that are often... Um, very anxious um, and are most of the time they're awake and I don't think our, our surgical colleagues that do that do surgery often don't have that issue in being that you've got to be able to communicate with the patient and keep them on board throughout the treatment so I would say to to anybody really thinking of doing any of the the dental specialties or hygiene or therapy is that you know good grades shows that you're you know you've worked very hard at school and you're academic um, but your ability to be able to gain rapport with people, and by that I mean get on with people and, and be liked by people and like people yourself, um, and be able to be communicate well is really, really important. Um, and, you know, as well as having excellent clinical skills, your ability to get on with people actually will make sure that you can then provide the best care for your patients. So 
I would suggest for anybody really looking at any any kind of dental field that um, making sure that you've got really good people skills and building those skills as well um, is really important throughout school um, as well as concentrating in your grades too. Yeah, I agree. I think a dentist, a dental care professional in general needs to be approachable. Um, you know, it's amazing. I'm sure you'd agree like what, what people tell us in our jobs and what people can kind of divulge to you and and you're really you you, I think a a dentist or a dental care professional you've got to be kind you've got to be caring in your nature um but also as well as all that you've got to be really good at the kind of intricate work that dentistry requires what advice would you give to any young person listening who is considering studying dentistry or dental hygiene and therapy at university I think we've touched on it when we were discussing before about being able to communicate well and being kind and caring. I think it's really important that you're able to um, have those skills and, you know, develop those skills as well. Um, And my advice really would also be just to make sure that that your chosen path is what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think given that both of us maybe started off on something else and changed to um, dentistry just proves that it's really really hard to know what you want to yeah. do particularly when you're at school um, and so really making the best decision for you and getting as much information as possible I think is really important. Yeah I'd agree with that I think it's really difficult when you're kind of a young person and there's all these different options it's very difficult to know what you want to do for the rest of your life and um, so that's why I think kind of work experience is a good idea considering all different options but also I think a good idea is to you know a lot of people are just kind of dead set on dentistry dentistry and they don't necessarily consider the hygiene and therapy course and and being a you know a hygienist and a a therapist in dentistry is an amazing career you know the things that the therapists can do a lot of what the dentist can do um so I would really recommend that as well I think people sometimes rule it out and it and it shouldn't be ruled out I think it's a very fulfilling um rewarding career Absolutely. And I think, you know, going forwards as well, the way that um, all three work together really is becoming closer and closer and closer as the years go on. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly something that we are very passionate about here in Cardiff is getting everybody to to work together as a team. And that's hugely important too. Yeah, definitely. So what can these young people do to give um, them the best possible chance of securing a place at, at dental school? I think my my first advice would be to make sure that it is right for you and then being able to tell other people and being passionate about the route that you've chosen um, and making sure, you know, that you that you can portray that really to people, I think is important. Um, I think in the modern world, you know, even, you know, from going from school to university and then from university onwards, there's a lot of box ticking that goes on. Um, and my advice really to anybody, dental or not, is to make sure that you're, you're not just doing that for the sake of it, but you're realising why those boxes exist. Get the most out of them. And, and again, using it for your, you know, informing you really as to what you want to do going forward. Um, we've touched on it already, but work experience is really important for you to know um, what dentistry is and dental hygiene and dental therapy and how everybody works together. And in the current climate, it can be very difficult to get that experience. Um, and we're all very aware of that. Um, and I would advise anybody to, you know, at school to think ahead um, and have a look at the Dental Schools Council website 
which gives you really good information on other avenues to get that experience with you know, while we're, we're still unable to have people in the dental hospital um, or in dental practice. However, I would hope that that, that changes if this pandemic mm-hmm. starts to calm itself, but it does seem to certainly be going in waves as we're all aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really just kind of learning a bit more about dentistry. So as part of the, the application process, different dental schools are very different in what they ask from people. Um, and, and my stance really at the moment is, you, you know, we, we teach you the dentistry, but you do need to have an understanding of of what dentistry is and some of the topics in dentistry that are maybe a bit more topical than others. Um, and above kind of all of that really as well as making sure that you've you're doing stuff outside of your academic career. Um, as we've touched on earlier in this conversation, a work-life balance is hugely important um, and making sure that you've got interests outside of your academics it is really important too. Definitely. So finally, uh, in what way do you think a career in dentistry has put a smile on your future, Jenny? Um, I love my job. I learn something new every single day. Um, I work really closely with fantastic people. Um, and I think above all else, I think you can go home knowing that you've made a difference to people's lives every day. Um, and I think that's hugely rewarding um, and something not an awful lot of people can say when they go home. What about yeah. you, Olivia? I totally agree with that. I think, um, yeah, um, don't underestimate the power of you know what what we can do in terms of um we we can help people on a daily basis you know people in dental pain it's just horrible for them and it's really nice to be able to to help people um and and make their lives better um as well as that I love the variety that that dentistry can bring and all the different specialties that I I can get involved in and the different kind of dental environments that you can work in um and it's just a great career. I um, yeah, I think we both came to it a bit later on than maybe your average um, kind of seventeen-year-old applying to university. It was a bit different for us, um, and I have no regrets at all. It is a long time to study, and I uh, have no regrets um, from that perspective. Um, I think it's a great career. A big thank you to our guests. We found that so helpful, and hope you did too. If you need to find more information on the topics raised today you can visit our website at www.cardiff.ac.uk forward slash dentistry.